switch your mic back on. Should switch my mic back there on. There you go. Right. <laughs> you think by episode six I would be used to this? There we go. Right. Why is there still music playing in the background? Oh, no music here. No music here. Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Right, cool. I know what it is. Right, six people watching. We appreciate it. Um, this oh. is Social Media Ruins Everything. It's episode six. Um, we're recording the live show, which has been put onto YouTube. There's six people watching, thanks to them. Um, and if you want to watch these shows, just search YouTube for Social Media Ruins Everything. Right, Neil, you ready to go? I'm ready. Good. <coughs> Got a coffee. Did you know that people um, can buy us a coffee? Did you know that? I've heard you say it once or twice. Once or twice. Um, um, we've got one supporter on buying me a coffee, so a massive, fucking massive shout out to Colin Douglas. Colin Douglas. Is our Big first... Coco Douglas. Big Coco. Big mad doogie boy, man. Bought us a coffee. So we really appreciate that. Um, right. And if you want to buy us a coffee. We're going to share it. We're going to share it. Yeah. I've got I've my... Um, I've got my half here, just having that now. Um, so if you want to support the show, one of the the financial ways you can do that is uh, buymeacoffee.com slash SMRE. Right, that's out of the way. How's your week been, Neil? Pretty good. Well, a funny thing happened uh, this week. So the before the COVID, there was a, there was a telly thing that I was doing. Or I, I went I went to. Uh, there was a couple of them in one uh so there was a the scottish one and they're filming just over here i think so the guy's been trying to get me for the past few months but i've been busy with other stuff and so i got back to him i emailed him and i says right listen i appreciate you getting in touch with me but uh, you i'd prefer you went and checked my social media stuff because i talk about like masturbation vaginas and uh, anal sex and and i do and i says to him i says somebody did send me a rubber willy that i use uh, as props <laughs> i say so uh, coming across the camera uh, at the end of one of your videos I, I, thought it, I thought it was a nice ending but the um i says so i'd rather you went and checked it because i was at another telly thing with the guy with the tattooed face and he went on the telly uh for another show and the twitter people went after him saying he was a nazi because he had 88 wrote in his face i was like so i'm no I just, I just want to make sure that you've, you'd understand that if I'm doing that, somebody might look in and think this guy's on the telly. He's talking about doing that. You can't have that, you know. Um, so I, so I emailed him all that, uh, thinking this will be, it'll be no hassle for him. He'll just get back to me. He'll phone me and say, "Listen, Neil, there's no any hassle with that. We've already checked. Uh, I've no heard for him, and that was uh, Sunday or Friday when I messaged him. So that was that. But it wasn't really a thing I was bothered about because it was close. I was, I might just fucking do that, go over. It might be all right, but it's not. A, it's not like a big deal. I just thought it was funny that he never get back to me. So he must have searched and brought Aye, it up to the team you. and went, "Is this? Is this the guy?" Like after I've told him, you fucking shown booked him the... on the show <laughs> with a big. You, he's he's massive... got a cock hanging out his thigh. Jeez. So it's amazing. You've got to think, right? So th this is something I wanted to talk about. See how um, any cunt that ever gets famous ever, right? Mm -hmm. There's there's teams of folk at the newspapers and stuff that go through their Twitter, all their socials, troll back years, don't they? And then Aye. find stuff they said when they find were some. twelve. 
gay people <laughs> and then the guy's like now 30 or whatever and it's like oh cancelled you're cancelled mate um, aye. Well, aye. there has to be folk that's their job is just to go and look for shite that folk posted in twitter when they were when they were wee but I mean, it's a thing, man. I don't have anything on my Twitter. I fucking I delete all my stuff. I, I can't. Uh, I don't really walk, go on Twitter, but I did. And if you see me search back, it goes right back because right. you forget you used it years ago. You know when you were not... into starting a business and all that, and people say, "Oh, do this," and you you forget you, and you're like, "What the fuck does that even mean?" Yeah. And then it's it's a uh, screenshotting stuff for Twitter screen. So what I I'll, I, right, Cam, you got it. The Conor McGregor story. We'll just jump into this quickly, Neil. Um, jump back to this, right? So Conor McGregor's been posting and deleting tweets like mad. Um, he's deleting tweets faster than he's losing credibility just now. And uh -huh. basically every other day he's getting into some spat with some other UFC type person, in this case Michael Bisbing. But the stories are always the same. And the now deleted tweets, well, you've, you've, you've got them on the screen. How the fuck did you get them if they were deleted? Do you know what I mean? It's like, Aye. they must be sitting, somebody just Screen, sitting all the time. Or do they have an app? Do they have sort of something to program? It's like, if this, if this celebrity tweets, immediately screenshot and upload it to a cloud folder so that we've whoever's, got it. Whoever's trending, aye, that's possible. Um, no, but uh, you, sometimes you need to delete stuff. You need to delete. Aye. It was like the other night I had, I, I thought something was really funny and uh, I posted it and I was like, right, I'd, I better delete that. I don't even know if that's offensive or it's just in bad taste or whatever. It was, uh, there was I was reading up about the Berghoff, which was Hitler's residence. Aye. Um, and it, it was reading, he, he had an interest in architecture, he had an interest in art and he designed most of the furniture and because of like the, the picture it had and it was always fashionable, like stylish. I was like, and I posted like his Hitler's Instagram would probably be a really good browse. Like, if it would, like, if you saw the yep. other side of Hitler. But yep. then if you think, I don't think people want to see the other side of Hitler and him coming across as, you know what, he was actually all right. Uh, I don't think people want to see that. So no. I was like, okay, I better delete that because there might be people saying, you can't say that his, what, what you're saying, his Instagram would be good because there would be the, you know, pictures of Auschwitz, just selfie in front of you. I was like, you can't, yeah. Uh... So I just deleted it, but you need to, you need to watch. You do need Even to watch if you don't have. Even if you don't have hardly any followers, like, you, like me, like you, I'm still, oh no, you can't say that because somebody will see it and moan. Yeah. I just kind of be fucked with people <clears throat> messaging you, you know? We, we, um, you know, there's been times when we've been talking during this and I'm thinking, oh fuck, we can go there. We're going to go into some, and then say something that will get us both cancelled. And I've applied for a job today, right? So I can't have any prospective <laughs> employer going, yes, uh, can we just get access to all of your, because that happens, eh? Employers are like, yeah, we need access to your, your Twitter and Facebook. Oh, well, I'm fucked then, aren't I? No, I think I they do Twitter. that now, though. They ask, they ask for your stuff. It's but that's how mental. that's how I that's how I do stuff. Because then I could never get a job because people would like, oh, we can't have this guy. He, it used to be back in the day, you 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 would get a neck tattoo or hand tattoos so that you would. I remember speaking to a guy, a young guy, and he had the big fucking ear thing. This is 2005. I remember speaking to him with the big earlobe thing, right, and the massive big rubber disc in his ear Aye. and he'd neck tattoos and he'd hand tattoos and all that and he was only young and I said to him do you know you're not worried that you'll struggle to find employment he says no I've got this stuff so I can never take a job that wouldn't employ somebody like me fucking brilliant but man. see to be fair he's, he's, he's a fucking that. CEO and he's a, he's a CEO of a company in the west coast of America now well there you go it's like I don't think it really matters you know it's like the 
it's anybody who ever done anything. See, like when you look at people, they've always got a story that says that my teachers would tell me I would have amount to nothing. And no teacher ever told me that I would amount to nothing. So I'd, so it's like the teachers actually thought I would do something successful, which, or just have a nice life, which is weird. Um, but the, but I, nobody, the, te- the, 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 where am I going with this? The teacher thing is just like, it's, <laughs> it's just, we, it was, what, where, what did you say before that? What were you talking about? Um, the guy that had the, the tattoos and the, the neck tattoo, thing. the neck tattoo, aye. So it's as if everybody who was told, you're never going to amount to much, you're going to have tattoos, you're going to be this, they're the ones who were successful. And then, and then ordinary folk that, you know, the teachers were like, oh, you'll, you'll do really well. They're all just like loading trolleys not, up in Tesco. Aye. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, there's nothing no matter that, but it's like, but it would maybe be nicer to achieve stuff. But it'd be a CEO of a company in the West Coast of America. Right, and I don't, did it take, like, you need to have tattoos on you to do that? But this is the thing, right, maybe, maybe he got himself into that mindset um, where he had to carve out a career and a job and all that for himself to suit him rather than him having to change to suit some dick of an employer. That makes sense. Thank you. That makes sense. It's like, it's the, well, that's kind of like the, you know, Joseph Campbell, the, the hero's journey. I know the name Joseph Campbell, but I'm not sure about the hero's journey. What is it? Tell me more. I'm probably well, going to show my ignorance here. No, I'm just, I'm reading the book now. Right. And it's, uh, and he goes into that, you know, the hero's journey. And I basically just at the start, mm. and it was like the calling, the calling that comes for people and it says this is a and you need you take on the calling and you go on the hero's yep. journey you start yep. doing yep. it so like that like that guy's done that to himself so he doesn't need to get a normal job so he's kind of like went on another path aye, but aye, aye. how would you know when the calling what the calling is do you just you just know do you know what that's a really good question because and, been... and have you have you ever had a calling I have felt you ever I have. you've had a thing. Aye. I felt I have like maybe once or twice. And uh, and I think that was it. And do you know what I mean? But then yeah. I don't think you need to be prepared for it, I think. I think um I I mean you and I have spoken off air slash camera, all that type of stuff about the journey that, that you and I are respectively on, right, in our lives just now. Uh-huh. And um they kind of struggle to kind of adjust and adapt and sort of not want to give up on your dreams and your goals, but at the same time, you've got to be pragmatic, you've got to be practical, aren't you, and go, right, but also need to, you know, my right. bank account isn't like COVID level zero in Scotland, which means that you actually got hunters and not zero. You know, you need to be able to work, you need to be able to make a living, etc. Um, I It's an interest, I, I feel where I am is an interesting junction, interesting crossroads. Like I said, I've actually sent, I've never had a CV in my life, right? And I applied for a job. So I had to sit and write a CV today. The last time I had a job interview, I was 16 and it was to unload the frozen goods in a, a freezer, a frozen food shop, Brilliant. just out, just out of school. So I, so that was me making up a CV, but that's not really, wait, wait till you see, right? The, the, <laughs> the guy that, the guy that owns the company, he knows you and I, right? Uh-huh. But you say, you'll watch this and you'll go, wait, man, I fucking saw his CV landing on the pile today. Because what I'm about to say is, like, when I when I, when I sent that, that, that application off, a little bit of the dream died. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Aye. 
Oh no, I get. Aye, that's aye, that's what that's what I like. I was saying earlier how you, if you just put stuff out there, that nobody will ever give you a normal job. But the thing is, joiners. What do people expect? Do people yeah. expect a joiner to be some sort of intellectual? You know, no. it's uh, the, the world that you operate in. You think it's it's to your benefit that you've got all the tattoos and stuff. Because you, like, you look like a worky eye. <laughs> exactly. Aye. This Aye. guy knows his stuff, you know, but if you came Aye. with pristine hands and all that, and mm, has he ever seen a power tool? Aye. But aye, that's funny. The, the, it was just the the bit that I met, the calling, and it's it's a dense book, man. I, I, I don't know. I'll probably get it on audiobook because it's just too... It's like I'm reading it thinking, what the heck? This is too... Do you know one of the books you do that? It's fucking... What too much, but, Thomas, um, Thomas Campbell, uh, did you Joseph, say? Joseph, Joseph Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, I'm going to. Need it's to look a no, it's up. an old book. It's an old book. Like a, it's like super popular and that. But um, I'm going to, need to look it up. Have you got it a lot, screen cam? No. There's a lot of abbreviated videos on YouTube and that about it, like 10 minute, 50 minute, give you the idea, and it shows you the kind of constant circle thing. And but I, it was just, it was interesting. The calling, I was like, I don't know if you have a, I don't know how you're meant to know. They never tell you that. These people say they have dreams and all that, and they, they see a dragon, and the dragon leads them into this place, and then this relates to... The hero's journey, is that it? There you go, this, that's that, um... there you go. that wee circle up the, the thing, Aye. that's all it. All right, it. okay, wow. You know, and then you no, go, yeah. and and it, basically I think it's just perseverance. I'm kind of just mm. resorting to everything being perseverance. Because if, if you think, if you think um, the other week that I saw... 333 the angel numbers and right. it was like ah you're on the right path and everything but then the way things have transpired in the week or so since then it's been like no you fucking earn me mate go and get aye, a fucking well, job yeah this, this is what i like to do with that stuff i like to say right so that angel number was right there because remember time is not linear if we're dealing with this woohoo realm right yeah, time yeah. is not linear so the you get that it comes you're on the right path then as you go along then it's the a big obstacle because it's tricking you. The universe is saying to you, you're on the right path. And then, you, oh, this is great. Then fuck you, there's a thing in front of you. And then you need to understand it's an obstacle. But that's super woohoo. That's like... I, I like I all that stuff, if, mate. That's brilliant, I, I like man. all that stuff. This is like I fucking wonder. therapy for me tonight, man. <laughs> but do you know when a podcast is like therapy? Yes. You do yes. a podcast yourself and you sit there and you can talk about anything. Yeah. If it doesn't go too far, you don't need to edit it out and you can put it out there and then other people find it and then they're like, fucking hell, man, I was, that's fucking great. And, you know? If if you appear on screen with a big black dildo, you might need to edit that out. Um, <laughs> got a comment on, on the live stream just about that from Rob Simpson. They won't let you on with a black dildo, but Cosby and Savile were fine. <laughs> Aye, well, it, there you go. There you go, man. This is it. It's like it was. I was watching a Billy Conley thing. I don't know if I spoke about it, and he was talking about how he was classed as like dirty, and oh, he speaks about stuff you don't speak about. And he was like, but I was. He was talking about sex and all that. Where he says the cabaret acts, they were talking about the the Pakistani neighbor. You know, they were doing all their jokes, mother-in-law yeah. jokes, and all, and that yeah. was acceptable. You know, yeah. which that's what we're living in. And now we have these weird. This is acceptable. This is not. But everybody knows that. Nobody gives a fuck anymore yep. about anything, you know. The some of the some of the best memes I've seen the past couple of days are about the Taliban. They're fucking hilarious because oh, uh, it's applying that... Western ideals to these photographs that are appearing of these guys with the fucking head thingies on and Kalashnikovs and robes sitting around Aye. corporate offices like they're actually doing. It's not been photoshopped. They're actually sitting Aye. about like the the the, the government 
office build um, offices with the big oak tables and all that and all these guys are sitting about and the memes <laughs> that are coming out of that are fucking brilliant absolutely brilliant I seen a gym one there. It was just how they found this gym and the guys on the elliptical and all that, and they're all talking and laughing, trying to lift weights. It's just fucking hilarious. This is what I'm saying. You try to say like the the US and the British military can't fucking deal with that crowd. They can't deal with you guys. All the tech, you tell me they can't deal with it. There needs somebody needs to be like t- give us some answers. Like tell us what your strategy I think, is. I, I think I know. What's going on? I think I know what the 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 issue is part of the issue is the us for years has relied on drone technology so it's there's a disassociation between the actor pulling a trigger and a cunt dying right so uh-huh. it could be ten thousand i don't know no ten thousand miles don't be so fucking ridiculous it could be three thousand miles right and there's uh-huh. a guy sitting in a bunker with a remote control joystick thing and he's controlling a drone and then he's pressing a trigger and he's blowing folk up that's Aye. very different from the way the Taliban deal with things. They get in folks' faces and they shoot them. Right, okay. So they've got probably got a level of ruthlessness about them that modern, that maybe the way the modern military, this is no offence to the troops and all that, um, but maybe it's a wee bit different for the way the modern military is. Whenever I talk about the troops, I th- always think about the, the, the scene in uh, Curb, Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry Davis getting introduced to the, the future son-in-law of um what's his manager's name cam what's his the manager's name and uh you know remember he's getting introduced to the son-in-law have you seen it the the guys in the military and all that everybody's going thank you for your service thanks for your service and he gets to the larry and he just goes like hey how are you doing (laughs) he's just funny man jeff green jeff green's the manager thanks cam this is the beauty of having somebody on another laptop here able to bring stuff up brilliant the Kirby enthusiasm is brilliant, man. That last season was still brilliant as well. Did you see the? Did you see the, the last up, one? No, oh, you've not got up. No, oh, just, there's a there's a great Nazi, but and it is good, man. He's good at the joke, so he's good at the Nazis. He's good at he's good at every Aye. joke, man. He's Some worth of the funniest dollars, stuff man. ever on TV is Kirby enthusiasm. There's just no doubt about Aye. it. He's, yeah, he's an absolute genius. Right, um, should we address a couple of more comments on the live stream? Um, Go for it. Uh, there we go. Somebody a bit concerned about your health, Neil. Uh, Neil would be pissing like a racehorse if he keeps drinking that much water. I uh, no. I need. Uh, I've I've no drank a lot today, so I'm making up for it. Got to get your your fluids in. What else have we got? Um, somebody want to know, uh, Robert Cassidy. What sort of coffee are you wanting us to buy? Is it a macchiato or a latte? No, just the financial kind. Um, <laughs> Five pounds of except PayPal Rob, and Robert all major is credit actually, cards. Robert is actually a swinger as well. Him and his wife partake in the swinging. Fantastic. Yep. Um, and then we've got a comment from Rob Simpson. Imagine having dementia and waking up every morning and looking in the mirror and thinking, what the fuck's that on my face? So uh, is that a reference to the face tattoos we were talking about earlier on, Rob? You can let us know. Um, do you know how many viewers we've got live, Cam? 13. 13 Neil. Fucking hell. Fucking We've 13. made it. We fucking made it. Unreal. Um, so again, if you enjoy listening to the podcast and you're free on Wednesday evenings round about 7 p.m. GMT, which is a story in itself. If you watched my wee live to promote tonight, you heard me talking about GMT. Um, but 7 p.m. Wednesdays, you can watch us, you can see our stupid faces on the screen. 
talking shite about stuff. Um, do you want to, should we combine the world of Afghanistan and social media? Go for it. Right. This is a wee bit awkward. I've got to always do this, so I don't. Here we go. UK student who travelled to Afghanistan for holiday has been evacuated. So basically the story of this is it's a guy called Mike uh, Miles Rutledge. He's 21 from Birmingham mm -hmm. and um, he was posting updates on his social media saying he was going to go to, I think he was going to go to Kabul. Um, and basically he was going to Afghanistan for the clout. You know, you get these YouTubers and social media influencers that, oh, yeah. that deliberately go to dangerous places. Well, he went to Afghanistan as the Taliban were taking over and he got stranded. Um, there we go. The physics student claims he was given refuge in a NATO-controlled building. See what I think? Do you want to know my, my thoughts on this? Right? My thoughts on this? Fucking bullshit, mate. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> you were in Milton Keynes. You went down to Milton Keynes and you were playing, but he's got these photographs and but you can't really tell where he is and he's got the fucking scarf mm -hmm. on and all that. Mate, that was in your ma's bedroom. <laughs> I don't think he went to Afghanistan. How how did they say he got how did they say he got there? Uh, let's jump back and find out. <clears throat> how did they say he got there? This is what I'm talking about with this. Like these guys hanging onto the plane. That's a silly person who would hold on to a plane. You would not fucking hold on. I says to my mum the day, she says, oh, it's quite scary though. I mean, they're at their wits end. And I'm like, right, mum, would you, <laughs> if you were end. at the end of your tether, would end. you say, I am at wits end. Would you go and hold on to a fucking plane to fly 12,000 miles at 30,000 feet and think it's a good idea that you're going to land and you're going to be all right? It's fucking silly. That's something only a mum would say, but oh, look at that thunder at their wits end. She I was, mean, she, she was on and she was like, well, I mean, uh, it's quite scary, actually. And I'm like, mum, what the fuck? What's scary about it to you? Up and Lock Goylehead, what's scary about the Taliban? What are you, ta what are you talking about? But um, that's what the news does to you, man. That's what the news does, you know? I just, what I've been loving it, loving is uh, jumping on the BBC website or any news website over the past three days or so. And just looking at the photographs from Afghanistan and these Taliban guys. And then and then I ended up watching a video. Like it was like just a series, a compilation, a clips of what was going on. It was possibly in Kabul. The guys are the Taliban guys are fucking posing for the pictures. They're posing for the Social pictures. Social media, mate. Seriously, I'm not exaggerating. There was Social one video media. clip and a few of them are standing, they're going, and they're talking away and they've got their phone out. They're talking away, right? And then they turn around and they see the news camera and the phone goes down, it gets put in the cloak that they're wearing. And then they cool. fucking pull the Kalashnikov across their chest and they just fucking scowl into the camera. It's all theatre. Maybe sort of moustache you, but scowl into yeah. the camera with the fucking gun. They're standing, yeah. they're standing with fucking phones. There was another one, and I'm not exaggerating, the two of them are standing, right, with the phone, fucking taking a picture of themselves. <laughs> and as you said, how the fuck did the American <laughs> army not deal with that? Well, it's cut, like... You cut, their, cut the mobile signal. You could Spend their accounts on Instagram. That would have they done it in, they cut the mobile thing in Miami Vice, the one with Colin Farrell, and he says that's some CIA stuff. So I think they could do that in Afghanistan. Who's providing? Who's who's providing their uh, who's providing the network anyway? Well, this is the thing. Is it O2? Do you know what I mean? They've O2 done them a decent package. EE have got billboards up. We're the fastest network in the whole of Kabul. There we go. There's an article there. Taliban and Afghans hug and take selfies during unprecedented ceasefire. 
Scroll down, Cam, see if there's any pictures of them. This is from uh, 2018, though. That's oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> they've got yeah. a history of doing it, though. True, they've got a history of doing it. 2018, they were doing it for the gram. Um, I saw a wee look here. Some more comments coming in on the live stream. Oh, flying the night, Neil. This is great. I've seen them, I. Good old Nathan Chestnut. Apparently, it happens a lot. Idiots climbing onto the landing gear bay on planes as they take off. Then they freeze and pass out while in flight and fall out when they open the landing gear up. Nathan, Neil's mum's already explained. They were at their wits' end. <laughs> well, that... Uh... I mean, Billy Conley's got a famous bit, munchity crunchity about that. The the guy who was in a plane. Um, what's Tell this? What's it? happening? What was right, okay, know? Robert. I'll just. Go oh no! There. I'll not go in there. I'll not go in there. Right. Okay. Robert Cassidy or the guy with the RPG holding it. Oh fuck's sake! Yeah, let me bring it back up. Or the guy with the RPG holding it and aim to a guy kneeling down getting searched. <laughs> 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 One wrong move, mate, and we blow. Oh, he's up. <laughs> he says um, he follows up. He was like five feet away from They've been playing too much Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fu It's just silly when you look at them and you start looking, you're like, look at these guys hanging off the back of the wee Toyotas. It's like, yeah. it's like, don't give them all the fucking Toyotas. Don't give them all the fucking guns. What is it guns? with the Toyotas in Afghanistan? That was what, again, another video, and it was yeah, just what? Toyota just, after... It was fucking hell. I think Some of them well look like decent stand. motors. Aye. But it's just, don't fucking give them any stuff. I don't... It's, under, it's like, it's quite easy nowadays if you're high in command of a country to stop another country doing it. Don't send aye. them any shit. So these Toyotas, right? So some of the like the Toyota pickups, I think I know the ones you're talking about. There, and there's maybe eight of them hanging off the back of it. But on Hi. on the bed of the pickup, they've got like a fucking massive gun. And I'm thinking, what would actually happen if they started firing that gun? The recoil would tip the truck <laughs> like that, and the doubles go off right off the back. There you go, problem solved. This is what it's like when you start looking at stuff like that, and you start looking right. The, and then you look at like the the US military that we see the big army guys you know with the the Humvees and all that and and when I really they couldn't yeah. fucking deal with these guys they couldn't sort them out you know that's what, what I was, was talking to but I'm trying to think how much money how much money did the Americans fund the Taliban regime by no the Taliban the Afghan regime by I'm trying to remember it was a crazy amount of money. It'll be and ridiculous. Then, but... And then 75,000 Taliban soldiers for the, for the hills have come down and went, nice. we're taking Aye. over, boys. But it's like, I was talking to a guy the day, he commented there saying if I keep uh, giving new ideas for his sketches. I was talking to him the day, and I never knew, but he was telling me that the IRA are probably involved. What, sending the, them arms? Just ex explosive consultants or something. And I was saying <laughs> to the guy, I was like, how does that work? So... Because of the COVID, they've been dealing with them for Ireland. So then you've got the Taliban guy on the FaceTime, right. and he's like, "Call up the explosives expert." And then a fucking wee Irish guy comes on. How about you, lads? How about you? You know what the fuck are they? How does that? How do they connect? They two? How about you, lads? Okay, what you gotta do is put the red and the blue, <laughs> and it's fucking is. I don't. It's just like <laughs> these things, but but they say the IRA are involved in it that they're probably. Uh, allies to the Taliban. Well, that's what they say. I don't even know. I mean, that guy. I meet the guy. I met the guy on Instagram, and he's. That's where I get my news for now. A guy, <laughs> a guy on Instagram uh, DMs. Check this out, Neil. <laughs> <And it's watched. laughs> so it's a video of 
uh, like an amusement park and the Taliban soldiers are riding the Dodgers or the bumper cars and they're sitting with their fucking Kalashnikovs and AK-47s in their lap. Can you imagine it? They get bumped into it. Oh, fuck, I left the safety off. Fucking hell. Oh, that's my Jesus. There was... Uh... They're at the fucking look at them on the wee the fucking, fucking unicorns. That's, that's for like three. That's for like three year olds. <laughs> but they just wow. fucking they just love a good time, man. They just love this is like the, this is like saying how Hitler's Instagram would be good. Like we need to see the other. This is a much nicer side of the Taliban than Aye. than what we're used to seeing on the mainstream media. These guys look a good laugh. You try to tell me if you were there, you wouldn't fucking jump in. Say I'll fucking do that. They're looking having a good time. Buying them a candy floss. Fucking <laughs> mental. There we go. Nathan Chestnuts cracked it for us in the live chat. Yeah, Taliban is CIA created. You're all welcome. I we knew that. Yes, that that's that's coming that. from an American as well. So that's a legit source because he is yeah. an American citizen. Uh, they were created to fight the Soviets back in the eighties. Yeah. And they could. The Soviets couldn't deal with them now. Nah. Uh, the Soviets couldn't deal with them either. I don't know what it is. It's weird. Even the Rob Simpson in the live chat, unwind. even the baddest motherfuckers need to unwind. <laughs> That's one of the fucking things. See that? That's one of the fucking things you see. Fuck, I wish I'd have fucking says that, man. I wish I'd have thought of that. Because that'd, that'd have been a great fucking clip for this podcast, man. This fucking is the benefit, hell. though. It's the benefit of the of live viewers in the live chat and stuff, you know I mean? The, the, the guys Aye. have been great the past couple of weeks chipping in some good banter, um, which funny, helps man. us when our partner goes a wee bit shite, as it sometimes does. It sometimes does. Um, right, so you've mentioned it twice then, the, the, the Hitler's Instagram, are we, we going to go there? No, no, it wasn't anything, it was just... You uh, sure? It was, no, no, it was just... on screen. I mean, you could look, I mean, you could, the house is beautiful, man, and then when you look at the house and then the way it's situated, I mean, and I think it's it's a nice bit. Um, ah, it's beautiful, but you know, remember I was talking about that, you could imagine Hitler doing one of the YouTube videos, what's up everyone, welcome to Zikasa. Why was that an Asian voice? What the <laughs> fuck? It's because of fucking hell. <laughs> fucking hell. <coughs> that's the whole thing cancelled now. Aye, that's us. We're done now, man. <laughs> Hear me, no, you try to say Hitler was a Asian. <laughs> the, aye, but this is the thing. It's like, so he's up at that house and you see another side of him and he's, he's sitting there, he's posing, and he's designed some of the furniture. He's got his mates up, and he loved dogs. He loved German Shepherds. And he was a good painter as well. But I supposedly he was a good painter. That's what my brother keeps telling me. Um, but the there's going to be a time that he would have been in the kitchen making like a sandwich or whatever with one of the generals, right? Yep. And then one of the wee silly... General uh, soldiers would have walked in and tripped up or something, or say something stupid, and Hitler's going to be bent over double, uh, killing himself, laughing, fucking laughing. The generals laughing, the wee soldiers feeling a bit stupid. He's laughing, and they're having a fucking good time, right? That that would have happened, but we don't see any of that stuff because we need to see him as a bad guy. And obviously, he was a bad guy, and he done bad stuff. But there's two sides to every. There's no two sides to every story. What, no, no, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is him. I mean, there's two sides to this guy. The guy was Aye, a fucking psychopath. He was a well, psychopath. Everybody's got. Everybody's got duality, ain't they? Everybody's got light Aye, and dark, heart and light, good it, and bad, and all that stuff. Aye, I, he might. There's going to be a part of him that he did unwind a bit and have a laugh. Yep. There's going to be a bit, but we just don't see it. The thing that always. I mean, this is probably. I don't know. Maybe it isn't controversial, um, but. 
I, I was in China in 2012, and on the last day we were there, we went to Tiananmen Square. So oh, f- for me, right, my generation, Tiananmen Square, I'll remember it, 1989. I think it was 1989, the, the, the protesters at Tiananmen Square and the guy standing in front of the tank and all that stuff. So that was that was in my head when we were going there. But one of the first things you see, and you kind of come out of an underpass over the fucking eight-lane road that drives that, that goes past it, you come out for an underpass, one of the first things you see is um, the Forbidden Palace. And in the outside of the Forbidden Palace, there is a fucking massive portrait of Chairman Mao. And mm-hmm. everybody is deferential towards Chairman Mao in China, even though he's responsible for murdering a lot of them. I don't know the actual Uh figure, but a lot of them. It's crazy, and nobody really bothers with the the duality of him. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, great guy. Here's a fucking big portrait of him. Let's all defer to him. Uh When the square that that portrait looks onto, there was a fucking massacre in 1989. Uh In his name. Uh Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's weird how we look at people. It's weird how we look at all these people. Uh, well, like Jimmy Savile, like guys, like Jimmy Savile had a had a long and like great career, and everybody. He looked like a fucking pervert, right? He looked Are like. Are you old I don't enough to remember? You sure? I kind of remember. I kind of remember. I remember Jim will fit like a bit of it, man. Like a bit, but it's. Uh, we were looked at. We were told that he's like a decent guy, you know. And yep. like, it's no. funny how we look at people. Funny how we're told to look at people, you know. Aye. We've got, um, Cam's found a TMZ article on the, the Taliban trying out the gym, because somebody did, somebody did mention it, and um, we'll just bring that up. This is the one I seen earlier, it's funny aye. as fuck. So, yeah, we've got it on screen, Hoppy. Um, aye. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> Look, I'm on the elliptical going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to the hand grips, you lazy cunt. <laughs> 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 Fucking I tell you what, their what? form's terrible, man. They're going to do themselves a fucking injury. <laughs> do you see the guy doing the leg extension and he's pulling the thing up with his arms? Look at... <laughs> There's some fucking laugh. Oh, that's fucking brilliant. Fuck, man. See, that's it, man. <coughs> fucking hell, man. Oh, brilliant. Cheers for finding that camp. Brilliant. Um, funny, a couple of comments are fucking flying in, Neil. Um, Nathan Chestnut says, we've to clip you saying that Hitler was a good laugh. Yeah. Heard it here first. <laughs> that could be... Um, some. Why don't... Maybe if somebody could have that on, like, the their biography of Hitler, on, like, the book cover. Aye. Just like Hitler was a good aye, laugh, aye, Neil McKinley. Um, the... Well, that's what they say. They say to get anywhere now, you need to do, like, something outrageous for a cancel thing. You mm-hmm. need to, that's what we get. We, we don't do it in outrageous, so, but that's what so, we say. Rob Simpson in the live chat is trying to push us down that road, Neil. He says, are you allowed to have a favourite dictator? Mine was probably Gaddafi, mainly because he's snappy dress sense. <laughs> did he not appoint himself as a colonel, though? I'm sure he uh, did. It's like, here, listen, boys. Listen, I'm in, uh, I'm in charge now. All right, okay, what do you want to be known as? Colonel. Right. Is that... <laughs> Do you need? Do you need anything? I need a. I need a uniform. Honors are fucking medals. Honors are medals. Bring up some photographs of Gaddafi and his medals, Cam. Mm-hmm. Honors are medals. The hat, <laughs> all the, that kind of stuff. That first picture, Cam. See it? I knew a plumber. I knew a plumber who went and worked in oil fields when he was there. Fucking check out his dress sense. I never knew he was fucking, that. Fucking, he's fresh. a baller, mate. He was Look a at baller. This. Look, I'm sitting back. Look fucking at that. Hell. 
fucking what's that guy <laughs> <saying>? Omar Sharif <laughs> guess what <coughs> that's fucking I mean he knew what he was doing man but it's there was there's a funny thing about uh, Gaddafi though is I know that people uh thought that he was actually all right was he I don't know Aye. I don't know anything about so, it I knew a guy who worked for an architectural firm and a lot of their yeah. clients were in Libya so this is before you know Libya, Libya was was freed and is now a fucking shithole. Um, and he said, he says, I Gaddafi ruled with an iron fist. He rules with an iron. This was while he was still the fucking ruler. Uh-huh. He rules with an iron fist, but he's he's going to these ones. He's harsh but fair, that kind of thing. And uh-huh. he says the standard of living for folk in Libya is unreal because everybody gets a share of the oil wealth. Everybody gets. So see if you don't want to work, you don't need to work. That's what I was told. The schooling's Aye. amazing. Everybody's got a house if they want it. But just fucking behave yourself. It was like, just toe the line, right? Don't fucking rock the boat. There's your house. Aye. There's your money. Yeah, your kids go to a nice I... school. So I maybe, um, maybe um, who was it that said that? Rob, Rob Simpson. Maybe he has picked the best dictator. Have mm. a look at this. Who are we looking at, Cam? Similarities. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Lando Carlisle, oh, how do you say his name? Calrissian, Lando Calrissian, fucking brilliant. See, because I had that coffee brilliant. right at the start. Yeah, that. oh, that's a cape on fucking uh, Gaddafi. I never Aye. knew that was a cape. Oh, that's fantastic. That is, that's a thing. Look at the big. I always knew he wore floaty gowns, but I've never noticed how how extravagant they were until now. Check that. Look at him walking with the. That's a man who's got a bit of power. Aye. That's a and, powerful and, man. And he is not reading cards. a Deepak Chopra book trying to figure out the meaning of life. He no. he's, he knows what's he going knows on. He knows what the meaning of life is. <laughs> he's a fucking dictator. I wonder if this should become a weekly seg- segment, you know? Favourite dictators. Your Guys, favorite in the dictator. comments, let us know who your favourite dictator is. Neil and I will debate and we'll let you know whether it's a good choice mm. or not. Um, what's, Robert, what's, Robert Ca- what's Robert Cassidy saying there? Such a developed country was crazy. Um, is he talking about, is he getting into he's talking about Libya. tinfoil hat stuff? He's talking about Libya. Aye, well, here's the thing, right? If we're going to talk tinfoil hats, Gaddafi said um, years ago that it was something to do, he was trying to talk the African nations into moving back to the gold standard or something like that, which would have, away from the US dollar. So basically the the, the oil would, wouldn't be valued in dollars, it would be valued in gold or something. And he, he was trying to talk all the African nations into doing it. And of course, the conspiracy theory is America went, oh, oh you think so, do you? And mm-hmm. just basically fucked his country up and then killed him. That's pretty good. Imagine having that power of America. I'd quite like that. But that goes back to what we're talking about. Yet yeah, the Taliban are fucking riding about in fucking go-karts and on a, in the gym. And America's mm-hmm. went, oh, there's nothing we can do. Well, nothing they, we, well, can we do. What sort I'm of up my wits end. I'm up my wits end with that <laughs> Taliban, Sommer. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of military did uh, uh, Gaddafi have? Was it a big? They had a Don't big know. team. Don't know. Maybe we should ask uh, ask Rob. Rob, you were the you were the. <laughs> Rob says, and all he had were fam- female bodyguards. <laughs> right, Rob. Really? Listen for the next show. You need to send us in a wee dissertation on Gaddafi and the history yeah, of is. Libya. Um, just leave it in one of the comments of these videos, and we'll pick it up next week, and uh, we can. Explain further chapter two and my favourite dictator. 
Right, what have we got on the list? <clears throat> we get anything to well, talk about on the list? I, I one of the things um, I said we should do, I reckon we should do, is, is give a shout out to our new subscribers, so folk that have um, become subscribers in the last wee while. A couple of things. So this is on the screen, right? So with those, those of you, or can I get coffee, brain? Caffeine scrambled my brain, man. Those of you listening obviously won't see this, but what we've got is we're being very transparent here, Neil. We've got our channel analytics on the screen. So oh we've my. got 43 subs. So we're up, I think we were 30-something last week. Now 43. Thank you to everyone that subscribed. Um, and we've got some new subscribers, which... I should be able to find by just going over here. Um, right, we've got... Is that Gerard Connaughton? Can mm -hmm. you see that, Neil? Can you see it? Remember Geroid Connaughton. Uh-huh. Matt Barry. That's my mate, Matt, Matt Barry. I'll give Matt a shout-out. I was going to give Matt a bigger shout-out because my right eye has been all fucked up because I was over at his last night and he's got a cat and I'm allergic to his cat. Um, another new subscriber is Raymond Stanger. Philippe going? Gobar. He subscribed twice, Neil. That's fucking oh, loyalty. God, he really likes twice. it. Twice. He really likes it. He Alan really Gorman. It. And uh, that takes us back to last week's subscriber, which was Gary McCann. Oh, that's great. So, mm, Gary listen, McCann. cheers, guys, for mm -hmm. the subs. Thanks very much. much appreciated. Uh, aye, what else do we got to talk about? What else is on the list, Cameron? We'll jump over to our producer and find out. I'll shut up for a minute. I've seen a guy saying there, did we uh, did we steal Jamie from Joe Rogan? But how good is it having another guy there to do the savvy threesome now? Definitely helps. Can he be a threesome? Mm -hmm. uh, right, let's jump over to... Ask, ask, Rob, ask Rob Casty about a threesome. <laughs> right, this is this is one that, that, uh, that I came across. Um, cancel culture. So there's an author, <clears throat> excuse me, called Kate Clanchy, um, who is, well, I'm saying she's an author. She's a teacher, first and foremost, and she's taught, I, th I believe, in some inner city schools, and she taught um, some challenging pupils, some pupils that turned out to do amazing things, and she wrote a book about it. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and I think she wrote the book a couple of years ago, but she's been getting threatened with cancellation because some folk have found some of the ways that she's described the pupils offensive. And one of the ways that, that she described a female pupil was to say that she had almond-shaped eyes. Almond-shaped eyes, right? Right. And folk are going, that's fucking racist, that's colonialist, that's offensive. So there's an article here that we've got on screen that's been written by Cam. You need to go back up to top for us, just to get the girl's name. Um... Look at you shouting at him already. Is it Joe Rogan shouting at Jamie? Shakria Rezai um, is the girl who was who this writer said had almond-shaped eyes. So she's come out in defence of her teacher and said, it wasn't offensive, I've got almond-shaped eyes. And basically this girl, mm -hmm. right, has gone on to do amazing things after being taught by this Kate Clancy, after having her as a teacher. She's been on to do amazing things and um, uh -huh. she's currently trying to raise awareness of genocide, right. which is in Afghanistan because she's part of an, of an ethnic group. And in this mm -hmm. ethnic group, they describe themselves as having almond-shaped eyes. Mm -hmm. So folk are completely fucking missing the point. Cancel culture as usual. I mean, They're I taking offence at, well, this, she said almond-shaped eyes, and this lassie who's got almond-shaped eyes is going, listen, guys, do you know there's a fucking genocide going on right now in Afghanistan, where my father's from? 
I know, but I know that. I mean, that's terrible. But I know what you're at your end ten. But what about the well, almond eyes? That's the. It's like it could be that. Sometimes I like it could to be that. Look, it could be. It could be that. But sometimes I like to look at it as, uh, like I don't. I've never heard of that author before, but now I have because she was cancelled or the what cancellor. Sometimes I think it's another marketing thing to get right. you know tinfoil hat time again. No tinfoil hat, and yeah. uh, maybe. But it's like. There's some people that I've heard of because they got cancelled and it's made no difference to their... So see if you have... Uh, say it was a comedian who i seen who got cancelled, Shane Gillis, who's really uh, hilarious, and uh, he got cancelled. He never got on SNL. Uh, and he's, the people who listen to his podcast doubled after he got cancelled. You know, so it's like there's a lot of people... He still says it's bad. I mean, he says it's <laughs> bad that he got cancelled. It would have been nice having his own money and stuff like that you know uh, but he's got his own thing going now and then that's fine so so i don't know it might just be marketing sometimes you know i what? think it might it could be, be it could be it could be i i mean listen i don't get i mean there's no such thing as bad publicity that's what they always say um mm-hmm. maybe that's what we need for this i mean obviously we're, well, we're flying high with 43 subs but yeah i was listening to uh james english uh you know mm-hmm. james english no i was yeah. listening to his podcast and uh he was saying he was saying that there's no such thing as bad publicity. He was talking to a guy who was on because I think he had a bit of bad publicity. James English. He did at the start for some I don't know why. <laughs> um but and he says, Oh no, it was fine. He likes it. He says any publicity is good. And I was like, that's a funny way to look at it, man. Because everybody he just wants out to on that, that that reality TV show, Glow. Did you ever watch that? What was that what he was on? I never I, knew what he was. It was made on. for internet reality TV. So it was basically I remember like the, the only way is it was, it was fucking, fucking it was it was dreadful it was fucking terrible but uh, I, I, I remember in a, in a good uh, way, as in like I, can i take your I, eyes off it he was pretty mental but uh no i never knew you started in that aye, uh, aye. oh well oh that's fucking so, great you go. scottish podcasts mm-hmm. there's no much well before we go into it though, i remember aye, i meant to say that meant to say that about the the so comedians that I'd asked, because uh, we'd say, why do they not do social media stuff yes. and all that? And they say, yes. they basically says they don't want to use any of their material for like a podcast or on <clears throat> social media and that in case they need to use it at a, a venue or a gig or that. And I'm like, that's kind of weird because it's no, we're not even asking them to, uh, to give us bits. We're only just no. saying you want to just talk. talk. You know what I mean? So th- just th- talk. That- when you told me that, I kind of helped but thinking, how many comedians are, are fake fucks then? Because if you kind of sit and just have a bit of banter and off the mm-hmm. cuff make a quip that folk will find humorous, mm-hmm. are you actually funny in the first place? Like, do you need to have sat and mulled over a funny thing and drafted it out on a bit of paper and scored it out and tried again and again and again until mm-hmm. you're funny? Or can you not just be spontaneously funny if you're one of these comedians? Mm-hmm. But even that would be that's still that's still funny if a guy can sit and write down stuff, write it down and get it perfect, and then go and Aye. perform it, and it's funny. It's like so that's funny, but it's just no, it's just maybe just not got a personality right. to go along with, you know. Maybe I don't know, but it was just a weird thing before we got into that. I just thought it was Aye. weird how they would say that, you know. So the, but, the context for that was we were talking about, you know, because you you know of you you know of a few Scottish comedians, mm-hmm. and I was like, I will get them on, man. Get them it on this. Good, I mm. get a bit of banter and stuff, you know. But uh, mm. aye, fair dues. Fuck them. They're not getting on. We've got 43 subs, Neil. They're not getting the fucking exposure. 
Aye, Scottish podcast. So I, I, I think you and I both independently were having a wee look to see what the competition was like. Well, I, it was funny. It's just I, I was looking at it. I was thinking, I wonder who else is doing stuff because you look, and I thought, but there's really no, there's really no much, man. There's really no a lot out there. Unless you, you make a podcast about Scottish football, in which case there's millions. Is there well, a lot millions, of but there's a lot of Scottish football podcasts. See, I don't watch any of that, but I do know a couple of guys who watch them and they'll send, they'll say, oh, I was listening to this one, but I don't know Aye. them. I don't really no, watch I, it. Right? If I did a search on Apple Podcasts for Scott, I just put the word Scottish in, just to see if oh, anybody right. was trying to cap it. I mean, technically we're not, right, with the uh -huh. way that we've, what we've called this podcast, but I wanted to see if anybody was capitalising on the fact that they're Scottish and maybe what it can be a bit different and stuff. And as I say, it was football podcasts. Um, there was a watch podcast which had... I think it was on episode 264 and I had a wee listen and do you know what it was actually all right you know if you're into uh -huh. watches like luxury watches it was uh -huh. uh, two guys who were talking about them and that was pretty much it there was one wee podcast called uh something like talk this way or talk that way or something um and I had a wee listen and it was just terrible it's like <laughs> it's like the opposite of what like we're just we just speak normally in our normal voices and stuff uh -huh. but this was two folk that were trying to be Scottish but appeal to an international audience. So it was mm -hmm. that kind of sanitised Scottish that we're talking with. They were trying to talk in such a way as everyone would understand them. So oh, let's do God. this BuzzFeed quiz. Should we do this? BuzzFeed are really going to hate us when we do this quiz. <laughs> I don't... Maybe that's, a nice thing, maybe that's a nice thing to do is put on an accent so everybody can understand you. But yeah, that's because I, I still I struggle to work out how Americans can he understand what you're saying i'm like you must be able to understand it if you just think about you know yeah but there's a lot that mess it. oh i can't understand what you're saying i need to rewind it and i'm like well fair enough but maybe that's a good thing that's like kevin bridges man he was super scottish like a scottish uh accent just for a scottish audience and Aye, he just kept it like, doing well you know Aye, absolutely. Aye, maybe that's what you need to do but then you look at billy conley who changed yeah if you look at his accent in the 70s right to the end it's totally different you know yeah and completely. It, you know? Yeah. Hey, what else uh, have we got on our list? Let's have a quick look at our wonderful world of content on the spreadsheet. Um, what else have we got? Oh, Neil. Neil. Cam. In fact, I can't, I'll bring it up here, right? Because uh, I don't want to spoil it by telling you which article to load up. Neil, you're going to love this. Uh -huh. <clears throat> this is fucking gold. I make art out of discarded face masks. Nah, here we go, man. A man who creates artwork out of discarded face masks says he has become addicted to litter picking. After five years working at a brewery, so listen, mate, during that five years, you're not meant to drink all the stuff. Thomas Yates, 45, from West Bridgeford, Nottinghamshire, was made redundant. Now he uses his extra time clearing the streets. He has collected more than 2,800 abandoned face masks. I might, mate, we've all seen abandoned face masks. Do you ever think, oh, here, I'll, I'll pick that pick up and up. use it in my art? Mm -hmm. Let me make a bit of art with this. Um, I mean, it's crazy that that amount of masks are being littered about. I don't know where Greta is talking about this, but it seems to be a big thing. I see them. I'm on the beach with the dogs down there. No litter. Usually this is quite a clean beach. There's no much. But now I see face masks and all that. I see face masks everywhere. I don't understand it. Why Why are they throwing them away? 
They're biohazards. The masks what? have single-handedly prevented the most deadly contagion ever known to man, killing everybody. And folk mm-hmm. are just taking them off their, their face. They're riddled with the virus, these masks, chucking them on the ground. Mm-hmm. And either your dogs are finding them on the beach or this guy's mm-hmm. picking them up and using them in his art. Exactly. It's quite disturbing. Right. You've Aye. you've put a few you've put a few links in the in I the just if I see Neil. if I see if I see something I fire in a few and I've got to point out to you, Neil, we do have a column called Talking Points where you're supposed I know, well, to that's, fill in. On, I know I should have um I know the one I put in one uh, a Joe Biden, Joe Biden one. Oh, aye, it, was, aye. It, was, it was it was just talking about his pro. I was just like interested in how much money yes. he's made for property. It seems the return on investment seems fucking incredible. I, but you I become I, a you become a politician. Well, he bought right. So <laughs> if you look in this article, he in nineteen uh, is it nineteen seventy four? He bought the Dupont Mansion for one hundred eighty five thousand dollars. And and that's in Delaware. He lives in Delaware. So the Dupont Mansion was one hundred eighty five thousand dollars in nineteen seventy four, which seems cheap for what it is, even back then. But he sold it in was it nineteen ninety six or something for one point two million dollars. Wow. I've never seen anybody lift that much money off a house. I don't. So what, maybe I'd maybe Delaware just took a the hipsters moved in and gentrified. It's just it seems fucking an incredible return for what he bought bought it for. Jump back up a wee bit, Cam, to the paragraph above. So, nineteen ninety six, Biden purchased four acres of secluded lakefront land in the upscale suburb of, of suburb of Wilmington, Delaware. Uh-huh. Um. If you keep going on that one, if but it's the bit about Barack Obama offering him. Um, Biden considered, oh, it was something to do with he needed. It was his son. Yep. Uh, he needed money, so I uh, to to pay for treatment on his son's brain cancer. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I Obama, thought Barack Obama, Obama gave him the money to buy him a house. Obama, he was going to sell the house, but Obama right. says, "Don't sell it. Don't be silly, mate. I'll give you the money for Where the." Where did Obama which, get the money from? This is what I like. These people come across, they take the tie off, open the top couple of buttons, and they're like, Yeah, I'm a working person. Joe Biden wears a watch that's a hundred fucking grand. That's you can't relate to a normal fucking working person when you wear a watch that, but there's no fucking way you can relate to it, man. I watched fucking Joe Rogan on a thing, Kill Tony. He made a hundred million, which is loads, and he can't relate to fucking normal people now. And that's been like, what, a year? Fucking hell. These guys have been doing this for fucking ever, man, you know? It is one of the sort of scandals of politics is politicians leaving and within three seconds they're multi-millionaires and they're buying up hundreds of property in Martha's Vineyard. Uh-huh. It's crazy. It's like, how does that work? You're, you've been in public office paid by the taxpayers for the last four years or eight years and now you're a, a multi-millionaire. Uh-huh. I find it strange. I find it strange that they have so much... I mean, I get it that they go, everybody wants to have... A president over at their dinner so they can pay them some money and then say can you push whatever i get all that but it's fucking lo- the whole that property thing though was weird how did it aye, why aye. did it why did it go up that much why could they yeah. sell it for 1.2 what it's that's a crazy increase you know because he lives in the street but he was he was just a normal sen- uh, senator or whatever aye, they call it you know just your normal but these mps are running about like 
balling, man. They've got aye, a aye. lot of dough, man. A lot of fucking dough. Are they the people that should be making decisions, man? We all that. Because I wouldn't make good decisions if I had a lot of money. See if I could afford a hundred grand watch, I wouldn't make good decisions. You clearly not, because you'd bought a hundred grand watch. Aye. Fuck it, it's just crazy. It's just a thing I just wonder like when I start looking into it. I'm like, what what where's these people getting the money? Who's what paying them, the, you know? What about Barack Obama's birthday party? Aye, well, it went that. ahead. It went ahead and uh, yeah. they were fine, weren't they? They were all aye. in and having no a, a real and a, a real tear, aye. That, the thing that interests me about um, about Barack Obama's birthday party was it was held in his house on um, Cam. See, the, see if you go back a screen. Oh, in fact, see where you, the one you were, but it was the images, and bring up um, bring up that one there. Aye, there we go. So there's his house, right? Obama holding huge sixtieth birthday bash despite COVID warnings. So when he left office after his second term as president of um, America. He bought an estate. It's essentially a kind of small estate thing in Martha's Vineyard, which is a really desirable part of the northeast of America, I believe. Um, unless I'm talking pure shite. I don't think I am, but I, it's, it, it cost a bit of coin, that. It's pretty expensive. What interests me about that is it's right next to the fucking sea, Neil. It's right next to the ocean. I thought... What's were, talking about climate change? I, I thought... I thought... Hmm, I thought rising tides meant that the whole fucking coastline of America was going to disappear in the next five or ten years. He's not going to get much back in his investment there, is he? When he says he's fucking I mean, underwater. Was Greta at the party? I don't know. I'd be like, do you know, Cam, see if you can find out if Greta was at his party. <laughs> I mean, it's like, she would have something to say. You know, like, why'd you buy, why'd you spend so much money? Like, why'd you spend so much money in the first place when you don't need anything that big? Exactly. And it's right next to the water, it's going to be underwater soon. So they're selling, they're selling merch up. on Instagram. That's where all the money's coming from. It could be. Well, that's uh, that's what Joe Tim Biden Dillon double says. mask merch. That's what uh, Tim Dillon says. Uh, this revolution's got merch, uh, which is fucking perfect because yeah. it seems that way. You know, I see. That's what I'm saying. I see people posting on about uh, Afghanistan, tits out and all that. Or like, no tits out, but bikinis on. And you know, what I mean, oh, hopefully this is when I was in Afghanistan last. You know what I mean? Posing and it's just. The fuck are we doing, man? We deserve it. We fucking Anything deserve for the it. clout. Cam's trying to find out who was at the party. Um, so if we find out Greta was there, we'll report back, shall we? Uh, in the meantime, try to see what else we've got um, to cover here. Aye, right. <clears throat> so do you know the band Churches? Uh, aye, I, I don't know what they do. I know, I, I know who they are. Aye. So I used to when their first EP came out. Um, I quite liked them. I thought they were all right. Um, I like the sound. It was kind of 80s sort of stuff. You know, it's not really what I would choose to listen to all the time, but I quite liked the first album. Um, and well, the first EP and then the first album. And then their second album came out. And what jumped out at me was I was following them on Facebook. And um, the, on their Facebook page, they linked to an interview they'd done to promote their second album. And the lead singer, Lauren, had said in this interview, Yeah, we want our music to be a safe space. Mm -hmm. I fucking see, you want music to be a safe space. I don't know about you, Neil, but I never want music to be a safe space. Music's meant to fucking challenge you. You don't listen to fucking Dark Side of the Moon and go, oh, it's wonderful to be in a safe space. You don't listen to fucking any Z Led Zeppelin album. You don't listen to fucking um, Immigrant Song and go, oh, I'm in my safe space. So it kind of put me right off them. But mm -hmm. I, for some reason, I'm still following on Facebook and I happen to log into Facebook and... Um, 
some point through the week and the bad mood I was already in was compounded because they've covered one of the greatest songs of the 80s, The Killing Moon by mm-hmm. um, Echo and the Bunnymen. Yeah, Echo and the Bunnymen, aye. Because I, I, I saw The Killing Moon and I was like, I'm sure it wasn't the churches that done that, but all right, no. I get you, right, okay, so, so covered it. And, and I can understand why you would look at what's on the screen just now and be slightly confused and think, and you know that I didn't know that churches wrote The Killing Moon. That's uh-huh. because they've released it exclusively on Amazon Music. And the title on Amazon Music is The Killing Moon, brackets, Amazon Original, close brackets. Huh. Echo and the Bunnymen wrote that song in the 80s. And so, it uh, seems right, okay. churches and Amazon are sort of trying to claim it as their own. It's an Amazon Original. No, it's not. It's not. That's and that's what man. fucking pisses me off, among other things, in the last <laughs> week or so. That's kind of, that's a strange. What's Amazon Originals? All right, so Amazon bring out their own. That's kind of weird, man. It is. Uh, there's no Amazon any reference, claiming uh, no reference, no reference to Echo and the Bunny Man actually Nothing. writing it or that. No, well, you go, that's it's on the weird. screen. It's on the screen. Um, I'm not going to play it. No, because it reminds copyright. me of the the local <clears throat> photographer here who's always posting on the Facebook page saying um, that posting pictures that he took and then saying look they used them in this ad and there's no credit to me this is ridiculous i want credit for my uh work which i get as well which i'm sure echo and the bunny men <clears throat> will they will they get a cut of the dough for that it depends if they've retained the um the publishing rights so that's the whole Maybe thing it. artists make money if they've got the publishing rights but a lot of times uh, artists will sell the publishing rights to get themselves out of debt to record labels so they might sell the publishing rights to their catalogue to the record label to get them out of the debt that they owe the record label so it's whoever owns the publishing rights to a song gets the money so for example Simple Minds biggest hit is Don't You Forget About Me they didn't write that song so anytime that song that they perform is played or even if they play it the royalties go to the person that wrote the song is they have the publishing rights. <laughs> so I that's pretty cool. So the, I Killing Moon Well see when you Echo see when you say about um, music should be uh should challenge you and all that. I've never Aye. looked at music I've never looked at music and says I should feel this way that way. I've never thought of that. That's quite interesting. Well, I you just... listen to a, you listen to a really good song, right? So remember talking the other week though, is that the YouTube videos with people reacting to f- hearing fucking Aye. Hotel California for the first time, right? But everybody Everybody has heard a song like California, Hotel California, for the first time. I still remember hearing Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here album for the first mm-hmm. time in my mum and dad's living room with the old hi-fi they had and the speakers on wee fucking wooden shelves on the wall in the living room and I had a tape. Somebody would give me a loan it in tape and I put it in and I listened to it. I still remembered it and I didn't feel like I was in a safe space listening to that album because the ah, fucking okay. first track, Shine On You Crazy Diamond, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like nine minutes long. And you're listening and going, what the fuck? I've never had anything like it in my life when you're mm. 16. That's my point. Music's not meant to be a safe space where you go, oh, mm-hmm. or you're not challenging. Like, there's nothing wrong with art challenging you. You see a That's beautiful bit of art or you listen to an amazing bit of music or you watch a Scorsese film or a Tarantino film or whatever and you're challenged by it. You don't think, no, I don't like this. I want my safe If you do think I want my safe space, fuck off. Art isn't for mm. you. Mm-hmm. Fucking stick to Teletubbies, you'll be mm-hmm. fine. That's your safe space. Mm-hmm. I get it, man. That's interesting. The oh, it's safe. I seen a safe space. There's a safe, sp- a safe space in Glasgow. Uh, 
what where you can go they've got like cement mixers and bricks and all you can do like reconstruction like this is i'm not kidding on they've got you can like build a wee set up with bricks and that build them up you can do this and that it's an actual safe and it was one of my mates who sent it to me on instagram this was like before covid so it might not be about but i remember seeing it thinking what is this like trying to work out what the f- what even what is this and Cam's, so that's what it was. It was as he found Cam's it. I was looking for it, but we can't. He didn't seem to be able to find anything. It won't be there, but there was. It was definitely online. There was some online stuff because it was on Instagram, or maybe he sent me in a text, and it was a website. But anyway, wow. whatever. I was like, I was like, so this is an action. And there was guys there. They had the high vis vest, so they can make it do a bit of if just construction stuff or like shovel sand. And it's it's strange when you have to have a place like that in 2021 when you have like guys who are like 18, 19. Who want to go together with other guys who are like them and say you're right it's just oh hi yeah it's i mean i get the whole mental health thing i get it Absolutely. but it just seems it's a, it's a bit weak it's a bit fucking weak for me you know i couldn't be my, doing i couldn't be in a place like that no my niece had um shared a, a post from like the local one of the local facebook groups like for, for where i live right the town mm-hmm. i live in and um it was a guy suggesting he was going to start up a walk and talk group and basically okay. the idea being men could go out for a walk and just talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Instead of sitting co- cooped up in the house or, uh, or maybe the awkwardness of trying to talk in the pub and you don't want to... Mm-hmm. I mean, just going... It's maybe guys you don't know, but you just get the chance to talk and to open up mm-hmm. and to, for, for mental health. Yep. That's when a safe space is maybe needed. Guys struggling with mental health. I, in the last mm-hmm. fucking 18 months, man, I've lost my job and I'm struggling mm-hmm. to get money and... You know what I mean? My kids have struggled because they've not been at school and my daughter failed their exams. Well, we're on the exams of our assessments. And aye, that's when you need a safe space with guys and just go and have a wee talk with them. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I understand the idea of a safe space in Glasgow where you can put a high-vis vest on. And oh, it was, play, it was for like, um, it was for the types of guys who walk about, you know, the guys and it's like, I'm just feeling so... Uh-huh. They guys, it's just like, fuck. Oh, you just, you want to give them a shake and be like, come on, you've got, it's, it's very short. Life is very short. You need to do something. Yeah. Or you're just going to fucking moan about fucking whatever all your days, you know? Oh, I can't open this pack. It's just, all that stuff. It's just weird, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of comments have come in. You will tick them off. Uh, Rob Simpson, similar, exactly similar like to that. the men's shed concept. Well, this, the, what I'm talking, I think the men's shed thing is a great thing. I don't think, uh, no, what I was, that's not what I was talking about. That was weird. What I was talking about. The men's shed's a good thing. I like that. Where do you know what the men's shed is? How the guys just get together and you know, they tinker with stuff. They can make like oh, right. aye, just that, and they all aye, get aye. in. You know, I think that's good. Uh, yeah. They were they were going to start one up here which would make sense because there's a lot of old people here but i think like funding and all that they couldn't do it which is weird you know yeah that's what that's what rob says it's yeah usually old retired fellas that's that's the one that's the one you want to go for that's that would be a good laugh you know because it's just guys who need to get out the house but if you're young like if you're under if you're under fucking what 40 30 and you need to go to a place but see the whole thing about you know if they're going to go to this safe space thing that that isn't always what you need sometimes no. you need to be challenged so if you're if you get together with a bunch of dudes about maybe some older guys and, you, and you're talking to them and you go ah this has been happening I'm, and not in an unkind way they challenge you on it sometimes that's what you need you don't need mm-hmm. to be wrapped up in cotton and go oh, that's terrible and oh I, like i okay that's pretty shit but Mm-hmm. Have you thought of trying this, wee man? Have you thought of doing... You know what I mean? Sometimes that's yep. what you need and not just mm-hmm. putting a church's album so. on. 
Nej, <laughs> no, I think you need a. Uh... Oh, camera. No, I think you need a. Uh... You need challenge, man. Fuck, you need to have a. What are you gonna do? That's how we survive as challenge, you know. Just exactly. all just keep going and keep. That's like what we were saying earlier. You know how you have the the angel numbers, the woohoo stuff, but you've got that path. That's where you've yeah. got the path going, and then it just, you know, there's like challenges that just pop out everywhere. You know, you need to be challenged, man. Yeah, and face the fucking challenges. I I mean face them and. If you think of that, if you think of your life so far, if you think of the challenges you've had uh, way back, say, 15 years ago, like, you, would, you wouldn't even bother about them now if anything like that happened. You'd be like, whatever, you know, and go on with it. Well, you've had a heart attack and all that, so that's kind of different to say that. But, uh, but you know, that way there's, like, challenges, like, that would come up now, and I'd be like, yeah, I wouldn't even think of that now, you know, but way back in the day it was a big deal, you know? Aye. No, Absolutely. Um, aye, we've all got that, haven't we, from, from growing up, you know, stuff that you were terrified about. Oh, aye. Um, you know, aye, whether it's starting high school or whatever, and now you don't back challenges, and go, aye, all the challenges. But aye. that's it, you're either, uh, that's exactly it, you either, uh, you either go against the challenge or you just say, fuck it, I'll just, I'm all right here to now, and then just take it easy until, until the Joseph Campbell, the calling comes again, you know? If that's even a thing, who even fucking knows? Well, that's Joseph Campbell. Oh, okay, that's your homework? Right. No, I mean, Joseph Campbell, he might have been a fucking, just like another Gary V. He might have been a yeah. an old-age YouTube fucking uh, guru. Who's that's the guy that wrote um, Thinking Grow Rich? Napoleon... Napoleon Hill. Napoleon, Napoleon Hill, so... Uh, Napoleon Hill. Supposedly, they say he's... I, I, I fucking love Napoleon Hill. I listen I to his shit. I read them. And then I've, I've started looking in these guys on YouTube. Nah, you never knew anybody I, that I he know, spoke man. about. And it's I'm like, so... oh, fuck off. A mate of mine is, is, has been into him, and he, he swears. It is, is into him, and he swears by it. And the guy's successful, right? He's successful. And he attributes a lot of it as he's applying what he's read in that book. He says, I've yeah. read it. I read it over and over again. And I'm applying the stuff. And he was telling me about it. And I'd obviously I'd heard of Napoleon Hill and I'd heard of the book, but I'd never read it. So I got it on my Kindle and I was having a read it. And it's some stuff I'd heard before and all that. And then me being me, I go into Google and I'm like, right, who was Napoleon Hill? And it's good. Yes, of course. Um, you didn't meet Carnegie. You know, they didn't cross paths. It wasn't possible for them to cross paths. Everything he says is absolute shite. And it's just like, oh, for Aye. fuck's sake, that book was helping me. Aye. Uh, the book, but the book has helped me, and this is what nobody's fucking met Jesus or any cunt for the Bible. Fucking nobody's met them, point, Neil. and no, and they think then people have faith. So I see all that shit, see all this woohoo stuff, all the woohoo stuff. See if you can take comfort in it, and it gives you a thing to go and say, No, you know what, I'm going to buy into this, even if that's I think it's a good thing. You can read the Bible, people read the Bible every day, and they still get uh inspiration for it or whatever they get motivation. Uh, so anything that's I'll still listen to a Napoleon Hill thing, a video on YouTube now and again. Because if you applied his things that he says, even if he never met the guys and he was joking, yeah. If you if you applied what well, it's it's more positive than like sitting doing fuck all, you know. Sitting it's listening like, to a church's it, album, feeling safe. It's it gets it gets you going. It gets a bit of momentum going, you know, because yeah. it's it fires your brain up. You start thinking about stuff, and then it becomes a thing where it's nothing to do with Napoleon Hill. You've took his ideas, what he's put there for you, and that's it. I don't, I don't see the point in these people. And I've seen the YouTube videos. Oh, he never done this, never done. It. And I'm like, so what? So what if he never? The book still stands up. At all all the stuff seems pretty positive in it. So I don't think there's anything to matter with it, you know. No, that's a, a, and liking it to to the, to the story of Jesus. You know, Jesus said some stuff that's valid, right? He said some stuff uh -huh. that you can go. I can take that on, man. That makes sense. The the, the, the fact that there's absolutely no um, 
extemporaneous historical evidence to back up his oh. existence shouldn't mm -hmm. matter. Know that my mm -hmm. Jesus bother What did I just say? Borderer? <laughs> Botherer? <laughs> you remind me, don't have a coffee before we start this podcast again. <coughs> Fucking hell. But, that's the, but there's stuff that Jesus says and you can take it all on board. You can read it and you can be like, that's not a bad quote he's yeah. gave there. Yeah. Like, you know? And uh, I don't, I think anything, whatever way you, like the, if you go to a, a spiritual, a medium, a spiritual person to, to read your tarot cards or that, if you take comfort in that, fair enough. I, mm -hmm. It's like, it might be total bullshit, but it might be something. If It's just if it comforts you, I don't think there's a problem, you know? If only we could all be as happy as those Taliban guys in that gym. <laughs> Life would be amazing. I'm going to need to watch that video every day and go, it's if brilliant, these guys man. can be that happy just by not knowing what they're doing in a gym, what's my excuse? Aye. Aye. That's it, man. I see somebody says on the comments that uh, um, they, they, they're all high on heroin. I don't know if that is that a, is that a thing. Is that a fact that they're into heroin? I'm just going to need to type in heroin in the search box. They drink, they drink all my teas and stuff like that over there, don't they? Oh, maybe that's it as well. Aye, both, they're all there we go. Aye. So, so the the aye, well the 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 poppies and that are in uh -huh. Afghanistan, aren't they? I mean, there was more aye, soldiers guarding the poppy fields than anything else. Mm -hmm. Afghan Kush, the Afghan Kush, Afghan Afghanistan's got everything. No, is that not where they get the the lithium ion bat uh, batteries? That they might the I think it's got everything, but I don't think we've I don't think we're, they've managed to successfully extract everything. So I think that's how they'll go back. They let the Taliban think they're. Oh, we're right. fucking to fuck off. We can go back and. Do ah, well, what COVID's we're doing, finished know? now. Obviously, I mean that has to be like you, you, you know, you're waiting for the the subtle cues from the powers that mainstream. Be. Aye. Aye, So let's see. One, um, you know, one crisis is now over. This is your this is your new crisis. Is to be worried about the guys in bumper cars and Kalashnikovs invading your Wayne's school next week. Aye. It's not going to fucking happen. This, this but you need to be scared. It, they don't seem scary this time. Nothing. I don't know if we're, we've maybe went too far. Like I think if you saw the the news about the Taliban taking over and that maybe ten years ago, five Aye. years ago, you would have think, oh, that's quite dangerous. But now everybody's making memes. We're so that has to be. You got to you got to wonder whether the. I mean, obviously the media can can choose what photos and images and videos etc. They publish on their platforms, so uh -huh. they could choose the photographs of the Taliban guy growling. While holding a Kalashnikov across his face and the, the Chewbacca band of bullets, you know what I mean, wrapped around them. They could choose to show that. Instead, they're choosing these skinny looking Taliban guys, no knowing how to use a lateral pull down machine. So, are they trying to tell us, aye, they're not really scary that way? I, I, um, think, I think a big thing of it though is at the very start of the whole Afghan war, it was in 2001. So, widespread um, camera phones weren't available yet. True. Now all of a sudden you've got social media and you can spread all this information about Taliban that was probably the exact same thing at the very start as well. They were probably never mm -hmm. that scary to begin with. But why why were yeah. they able to scare the Soviets away? I don't know enough about the history. Like what what were they all about? But maybe it was a different know. it was a different generation of Taliban, Neil. That was the Taliban of the eighties. This is the new woke enlightened Taliban. They're like, listen, we're in touch, but look, look, we're trying, we've got our soy protein shake and we're fucking doing our lateral pull downs. Aye. We're trying to we're make ourselves protest. better. Look Aye, at us on the bumper high. cars. <laughs> they're all sitting round fucking singing if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands and all that. <laughs> you know, it's fucking wild. Um 
I don't know, man. It's a weird one. It's uh, it's just super weird when you look at stuff and you're like, their guys aren't scary. They are no. no scary guys anymore. That's no, this isn't a thing. This is no. Let's not try and make this a big deal. It's not a big deal, you know. Aye, I think it marks. I think I think the the fact that the Taliban things, you know, eighteen, nineteen months after COVID, Taliban's reared its head. That's us. We've got a signal. It's time to move on. Time to move um, on, Yank. Scotland's that, right. Scotland's, right. Scotland's not ready to move on. So in Scotland, as you've heard us talking about before, we were in COVID level zero for a while. So COVID level zero meant that there was still plenty of COVID stuff happening, restrictions and all that. We've now moved past COVID level zero. There's still restrictions to a degree. Like, for example, kids in schools need to wear masks and all that. Um, and the Scottish government wants to make the emergency laws that they brought into place that enabled things like lockdowns, the closure of schools, the closures of businesses. Those temporary laws they now want to make permanent, Neil. Permanent. Uh, it's funny, I only know that, I was going to say that, the old hippie guy who I know came up with day and he was talking to him about cutting wood and uh, then he, he told me that as well. So they put, they passed it through, it's passed. Is it not passed? I thought it was passed. He was probably they, watching a conspiracy video and he says it's passed no, already and he's fucking... They, they, they put it up for debate um, to extend them by six months, so they've been extended until March next year, these emergency uh -huh. laws, but what they want to do is to make them permanent. So... Um, Here's a story here on the BBC Scotland website. Scots COVID powers could become could be made permanent. It's that old adage. There's nothing as temporary. Um, sorry, there's nothing as permanent as a temporary government intervention yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they're due to expire March the twenty second. But ministers are consulting on making powers more permanent. There's a fucking brilliant. Um, th th there's a brilliant quote from Deputy First Minister John Swinney, who's the COVID minister. He went from the education. Secretary to the COVID minister, and he oh, says, Cam, you need to go back up a wee bit, just scroll up. There we go. He said that some changes made due to COVID 19 had a demonstrable benefit to the people. So, here's what I always think, Neil, right? When I hear stuff like that, when a politician's been rolled out in front of the press and they go, I, we've uh, the, these, uh, these laws that fucked businesses and deprived children of education for the best part of the year, folk think they were good. Who mm -hmm. the fuck did you ask? Where's this your evidence that that's this true? This is what I think. All these, a new study, or no, a new study, a survey, blah, 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 a, a Scottish survey. And I'm like, I've never been asked no. any time. I don't know anybody who's been asked either. And see, when I ask the people that I know, do you know anybody that's been asked? They say, no, we don't know anybody that's been asked. And they do it as well. So it's this big fucking spider web of people that don't know who's polling, been asked for these fucking survey. The way the polling surveys work is, it's all to do with the question, right? So for example... They phone you up and they'll say, would you rather have lockdown forever or watch your children drown in their own melted lungs? <laughs> and you'll go, I'd, I'd rather have lockdown, please. There we go, 97% of the UK population say they enjoy lockdown. But they don't tell you what it was put up against. There has to be an, it's an I... AB, right? So there's your choices. And that's how a lot of these I... polls and surveys are done. Aye, well, that's it's. I, I I don't know. It's uh, it seems to be fine here, man. It seems to be fine where I am. Totally fine. Uh, totally fine where I am. And I go in every. I go into Glasgow, and then everybody seems fine in there. And then I go maybe to see Lewis Dumbarton. Everybody in Dumbarton seems fine, and I'm like, everybody seems fine, man. Everybody seems if we're all right. Why? What's this stuff in the news about? 
like all the masks and you need to do this and do that. I'm like, I don't think Scottish people do that anyway, but it's this, we're still being, t- it's a, a weird, a weird thing, man. It's just Scot- such a Scotland's divide. a weird place. And I think it goes back to what we spoke about on the first episode. Folk think Scottish folk are just, oh, we're dead, relaxed and chilled out and all that. No, we're nutters. And we're, we're the politicians are the nuttiest of the fucking lot, man. Anybody who nuttiest. wants to actually go for a job to run a country, that's a psychopath. I yeah. think I could run a country. I think I could run a country. Aye. Gaddafi you done know, a great Gaddafi done a great job. An amazing line of suits with medals, robes, the baggy pajama trousers. The the baggy pajama trousers is what do it for me. Imagine that Neil silk, silk baggy pajama <laughs> trousers and you're just and wafting up day. and down the hallways of your palace with the gold pillars and all that. And your balls are hanging free because you don't need to wear boxers under the silk pajamas. Was he was he balling? Was he like a real was he plenty dough? Aye, it's a yeah, oil rich country. That's why America Aye, wanted because America's like, no, you know, you we'll we'll buy the oil in dollars. We're not buying it in gold. So they had, Aye. you know, oil was a massive part of Libya. So what? Um, I but what it did? So he kind of distributed the wealth. It was distributed nice. Distributed, distributed. That's what I was told. So if anybody knows otherwise, let us know in the comments. But that was hmm. what I was told by a guy, a Scottish guy, a Glasgow guy, who lived in Libya for weeks at a time because his company had offices there before Gaddafi was executed. Um, Nathan Chestnut, on surveys, he says, yes, surveys are shit. Only old folks answering their home phone lines. (laughs) That'll be what it is, and they'll be getting terrified. Would you like lockdown to continue, or would you like to lose your pension? That's the kind of questions they'll be asking them. Do you get, I don't know if you get a pension in America, do you? Do you get a pension in America? I don't think so. Do they? I don't think so. Cam's going to look it up for us. That's uh aye. That's uh hmm, I don't know, it's a fucking the who's got a house phone? No, it'll be old people, that's probably what it aye. is. It'll be old people who are answering the phones and uh and doing all that stuff and saying, Oh, I'm scared of this and I'm scared of that and blah 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 blah. Have we seen the shit out of Australia? Um it's wild. Aye, Australia looks amazing. Amazing. I watched the video of the old guy who was out exercising. And get arrested by the police for not wearing a mask, and they had a heart attack. So, Jeez. aye, that's yep. crazy, man. But if they had a lot of cases, is there a is it a big? There's no a lot of cases. Is it a so. big thing? But the whole of New Zealand's in lockdown because of one case. The whole of New Zealand. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's good crazy, times, man. man. Aye, man. I mean, so they're not work- So they're all doing the same lockdown as what we done last year and all that. That's Businesses that. closed, schools closed, everywhere yep. closed. Yep. They're living like that, and we're getting down in England. Everybody's back to normal, fucking taking it right. easy. And Cam, tell, Cam, tell the tell the listeners the story of getting the train back from Carlisle. So Carlisle's in England, people. Yeah, so um, Carlisle, Carlisle's like the train down to Carlisle's probably two hours, an hour and a half. So coming back up from um, Carlisle in the Carlisle station, you don't need to wear a mask. On the train, you don't need to wear a mask or anything like that. Um, but as they're leaving the station, the tannoy go- goes and the guy goes, um, yeah, now that we've left Carlisle, you now have to put a mask on um, because it's uh, we're, we're entering a Scottish a Scottish district and the laws in Scotland are different from England because obviously the, the Carlisle trains come up from London. So it's gone all the way through England. No, you don't need to wear anything. And then as soon as they leave the Carlisle train station, all of a sudden you need to put a mask on. That's crazy, man. 
And it same country, open. same country, uh, same like land, same place, different. Same, same as America with different states. They've all got the different thing, but fucking hell. So it's fine. It's fine there though. Driving fine up there. the train, we're all right. We're all right. Aye, and then just imagine you're on the, the train at Euston and you're going to Glasgow, right? So Glasgow, Euston uh, station in London to Glasgow is about nearly five hours, right? So you're on that train for four hours. You get to Carlisle. You've no worn a mask the whole way. You're fucking eating your Pringles and you're drinking your your tenants, right? As soon as you get into Scotland, mask on, no alcohol, because you're not allowed alcohol on trains in Scotland. Scotland, you're not allowed alcohol on trains. SNP hates alcohol. Nicola Sturgeon mm -hmm. hates alcohol. There's a reason why pubs, seriously, there's a reason why pubs and clubs only just fucking reopened like last week in Scotland. And apparently there's reasons why she hates alcohol, but I don't know whether we can say them in the podcast and we get done oh, for. Aye. Oh, it's an actual thing that she does hate alcohol. Apparently that's I'm not true. A I'm not apparently. a fan of alcohol anyway. I'm not a fan, but I don't mind I don't other drink, people drinking. But... Aye, I don't mind other people aye, getting you should mad be, with, you, you know? should be allowed to, you know? It's a huge part of the economy, isn't it, in Britain? Drinking yes. is a huge, huge part of the economy. Massive tax raiser. Here's an interesting question from Nathan, Nathan Chestnut. I'm, I'm assuming he's talking about Australia. Saw one where they said, you've got to eat, drink through the masks at barbecues. What? So, you so in Australia, you need to keep the mask on when you're eating and drinking? Or just pull it out and then eat? That's pretty, that's a bit, is it, actu is it an actual thing? I've always wondered this, but I say I've wondered this, and then the other day I was doing a mirror, and I put the mirror in, and then I said something to somebody who was in with me, and a wee, I saw a wee droplet of spit saliva land on the mirror, and it was maybe about three, four feet away from me. And I was thinking, wow, look at that. That's a wee droplet that they talk about on the news. That's interesting how it went that far. But um, it, is it? I don't think the, the science is right, though, is it? About, I think the science says it, it doesn't really do much. Aye, I think the science will say that. Well, now. I mean, at the start of it, we're told the science says that masks don't make a difference, right? And then in June last year, we were told... Yeah, wear masks, they'll make a difference. But in the interim period between March and June, there wasn't any scientific studies that showed that masks would make a difference. And I actually made the point of reading the, the, the report that the Scottish government got produced by scientists on whether masks should be made mandatory. Right. And the report concluded there's no benefit. It doesn't, you know, it's not going to make any difference wearing a mask. Uh -huh. It might make people feel more comfortable. It purely mm -hmm. comes down to the judgment of the Scottish government as to whether they should mandate masks. So the mm -hmm. Scottish government mandated masks. Mandated masks for t children as young as 12 in school. Mm. So Mental. it's kind of like... Uh, aye, that's, it's kind of like if you take comfort in it then. It's like the woohoo stuff. You take comfort in it, wear a mask and just... It's a simple cool affair, it, you know? I, I believe that this is making a difference. Mm -hmm. the, I don't know. It's the ones, well, the, the guys that wear like a buff, you know, the wee thin nylon uh -huh. buffs, they wear that over the, really, mate. You Aye. try, I could take a drawer of vape, right, and put a mask or, or pull a buff over my face and I would show you exactly what, what, what vapors do. Uh -huh. The masks Aye, well, that's don't the, stop them. Aye, that happened to me when I was at the timber place uh, during the winter there and they're all wearing masks outside and uh, they're talking to me and all the, the, the their breath is coming out. <laughs> I'm like, what are you wearing them for? That's a bit silly. We're outside and I can see the, the, the vapour coming through. So honestly, if I'm going to get it off you, it's got to me already. But exactly. They're, uh, but I always thought um, respiratory viruses were spread through aerosols, through the air rather than droplets. But it was this like, whole thing. It's like droplets. So the masks help prevent droplets because the virus is in the droplets. But the virus isn't in the droplets. 
well, okay, the virus will be in droplets, but it's also in the air that you breathe out. Assuming you've got enough viral load in your nu nose or mucous membrane. That viral will... load. Aye, so the viral load determines whether when you breathe out there's fucking virus in it. But, but we're being told a bit of cloth over your face or a daft bit of paper made by some poor guy in India is going to stop the deadliest pandemic known to man. And yet you well, get that guy down in England, he's picking the discarded masks up and making art out of them. Has he had what COVID yet? Is that, is that guy had COVID yet? Well, see if he hasn't, I think that tells you what you need to know. I spoke to a nurse Aye. and I said, um, I said, see in hospitals when you just take a mask off, what's the protocol? And she says, we're not allowed to touch the mask. We need to take it off by the earpiece and immediately gets put in a hazard bin. Oh, really? You watch, that guy's you watch any cunt up. coming out of Lidl in Scotland with their mask on, they immediately take it off, just fucking pull the thing off their face and they ram it in their pocket or they hang it for the rear view aye. mirror on their motor. That's a biohazard. I mean, I, I get it. I totally get it. I, I get what you're saying. I totally, that's um, that's interesting thinking like that. Because I, I see people grabbing it and, and I think I don't think you're understanding how this should work. You should be able to put it on in a process that if you get your wallet and you have your bank card, you need the whole process. And if you don't follow the process, there is no point in you doing what you've done. Yep. So there's, there's no point in what, like most of the people you see, there's no point in, you know, I, it's, it's, only, it's like we're at the, at the hospital start? quite a bit. Was that when you go? No, carry on about the hospital. No, it's just we're at the hospital quite a bit. We, uh, we we Gemma and yeah. this was years ago and uh, Gemma was getting ill like years ago every winter because it's a compromised immune system and uh, she says should I wear a mask just if I'm out or not well I was like I'm not gonna out with you if you're gonna wear a mask this was before masks were like cool I was like fuck that but she uh cool and the doctor the doctor says nah these like listen these last for about 15 20 minutes and then we just take them off and put another one on so he told us that and he's quite yeah. a high up doctor in his position knows what he's doing he's like changed hips and all that so i'm like he must know what he's doing and being in the medical field so i was like well he told me that and he's an actual guy so what why isn't you tell me that and it's just it's uh it's a thing you look and you're like what the fuck who is this? Is the doctor a fraud? Is the doctor that changed my wife's hip a fraud now? Yep. <laughs> you see the, you know, it's yep. like, come on, he knows what I, he's doing. It, it doesn't he make a lot. It, for he's me, a the, professional. It's the, it's the lack of logic in a lot of the decisions and stuff that folk are doing. It's the lack of logic just drives I think me bonkers. Drives I think me crackers, it. man. And Maddie gets pissed off because I'll be like, she, <laughs> she said um, a lot of week there. In fact, it was the time the bird shot on my my merch hoodie, Scottish merch dot store. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when the bird shot on it and we're getting ready to leave and i was like i'm just leaving my phone in the house because i'm not doing the track and trace thing uh -huh. and she's like for fuck's sake you, like for fuck's sake i'm like no i'm not fucking taking it because that means if they say to me if you scan the track i can go no i've not got a phone mate and it's like you let it get to you you know what i mean you let it sort of fuck with oh, your head a wee bit you know hey, what, what do you what happens if you don't have your phone um, I've not been asked to do. I was. I've been asked to do the track and trace twice, right? Because mm -hmm. I've not really been out much. But I've been asked mm -hmm. to do it twice. Once was at Glasgow Airport. We were going to get a coffee before our flight, and the guy was like, "Guys, guys, guys!" I mean, the Glas mate, Glasgow Airport was deserted. There was like four yeah, folk yeah. in it, right? Deserted, and two of the folk were in this lounge, but getting a coffee or whatever. It's like the weather spoons in Glasgow Airport or whatever it is. So we went up to the the bit to get in, but. You, days gone by you would just walk in and get a table right and then you'd go up to the bar and you'd order what you want no no you've got to wait there's a barrier you've got to wait there's no cunt in it but you've got to wait and the guy comes over with his mask on and he's like can i just get you to scan the the, the track and trace thing so i just took my phone out and just kind of waved it in the direction of the thing mm -hmm. but he turned his back and i'm like aye that's that done mate 
and we'd get in and we, we got our coffee. And the other time I was asked to do track and trace was down at the Weatherspoons in Curtin Tiller. Cam and I had gone down to get some brunch and we walked through brunch to get to the beer. Years. I know, it was that time of the day, Neil, though. It was, okay. was it quite breakfast? Was it quite lunch? <laughs> so we, we'd walked through the Weatherspoons to get to the beer garden because we wanted to sit outside. It was a nice day and we're walking through and the manager guy standing with his mask on his chin. He's going, eh, guys, can I just get you to wear a mask and scan the track and trace? So I just said, we've done it. And we walked on and went outside. No, I'm not scanning your QR code, mate. It's fucking mm -hmm. ridiculous. And folk will go, I bet the government know where you are all the time. They just need to ask Facebook. Okay, that's fine. They can ask Facebook, but I'm not voluntarily scanning a fucking QR code and a bit I've of laminated paper. Hide. I've got stuff to exactly. hide. Right? I'm not telling people where I'm going. I'm not meant to be here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not meant to be here. Aye, that's uh, I've I had to do it the last. I was at the stand and I uh, had to do it there twice, and it was fine. I just put it up. They 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 kind of they they hang about you to make sure you fill it in. So what happens when you it scan it? What well, you just on your phone. You open the camera and then scan it, and then the thing pops up. Open the camera and the QR code. Then this thing pops up. You type in your name, date of birth, or something. So you name could and put phone number. Info in. You could put for Mickey Mouse. You could put anything in, I with any right. number, but so, I, I mean, I'm it's sure not exactly foolproof, is it? No, it's no man. But that's when I was in the stand. It's like you need the same thing there. You can only take your thing down, the mask down, if you're uh, having a drink, and you need to put it up in between. Ah, uh, but you were there before the new rules. So there's new well, rules. Well, I, Ver I, vertical like... drinking is now allowed. Did you hear about this? No. Vertical drinking is allowed. No vertical cunt, drinking. no, no cunt had heard of vertical drinking. There was. See, see, folk that like, like the 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 guys that run nightclubs and they've owned hundreds of bars. They were quoted in the press like, "What vertical drinking? Never fucking heard of vertical drinking in all my years in this industry." Scottish government fuck? term vertical drinking is when you drink standing up. So you you know you go into a bar. You're used to going to bars and you get the old guys all standing along the bar, or they'd go up and order right. a pint and they'd stand at the bar and have a few drinks and they'd be talking to the barman or talking to the old cunt next to them. That was just what up. A bar or a pub look like that's called mm -hmm. vertical drinking apparently according that's to the scottish government cool, so that wasn't allowed and then the same day they changed their mind jason leach the dentist mm -hmm. who happens to be scotland's chief um bobag bobag aye <laughs> and he's some like the chief medical guy or whatever clinical he's scotland's clinical director he's a dentist but he it's came out and said, type. said, no, no, vert vertical drinking's allowed. And I've never heard of vertical. What's the opposite? Oh, that means when you go out and everybody's sitting at a table, we'll all be like standing up for a drink and then back down. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking, it's fucking, that's like think... a faulty tower sketch, man. Exactly. And you just said, what's the opposite of vertical drinking? Well, logically, it'd be horizontal drinking. Try drinking horizontally. <laughs> Try lying <laughs> down and drinking a pint. <laughs> Sudden, there's been a raft of deaths across Scotland. Folk are drowning in their pints. Aye, fucking hell fucking strange one. maybe i think maybe i think we're at the end of it man i think it'll i think uh no i mean i'd like to think that that was us that eventually it will fade away when when the vaccines and everything's done it'll disappear it'll be back to normal but i can't help thinking that we're just this is it this is life and uh it's, this is us man this is this is it but lockdown's it's, coming it's that and the taliban so more lockdowns taliban that's you know you've got to keep the fear machine going neil Think the, the think the Taliban would uh, impose a lockdown? Think the Taliban wear masks? Have you seen the videos? They were on that fucking merry-go-round and on their go-karts and there wasn't a fucking mask to be seen. 
What's the, what was, was there much was there cases in there? I don't know. But they're all hanging about and all dead close to each other and taking selfies and stuff and there's no social distancing. Nah, maybe COVID, memorable. maybe COVID like the Soviets in the eighties in America in twenty twenty one. No, not to mess with the Taliban. The COVID's like, listen, fucking guys, we're we're backing out of here. We're gone. COVID's out of here. We're withdrawn. We're withdrawing our fucking. Uh, I, I, think we might, I think it might. We might be all right, man. We might be all right. I've I've got a funny right. uh, thing up here. Like two text camera would up, which is basically just showing um if you've if you have a uh, going back to te- uh, test and trace. Um, if there's any data breaches, you might have grounds to claim compensation. So it's kind of similar to PPI, going back on that whole route. Oh, that's going to be... I'm going to fucking go and uh, check yeah, in I, everywhere now, man, just for the five years calls and all that. I, if you've been August. the victim of track and trace, if you've had to scan any track and trace QR codes in the last five years, you could be eligible for compensation. And there'll be catchy tunes in the radio not for the ads, innit? It's going to be fucking brilliant, man. It will be, man. It will be. Hey, I don't know, maybe... Tomorrow, man, we're heading out and we're scanning every QR code we can scanning fucking find. I want that compensation. I... Maybe, I don't know, maybe it'll come back. Who knows, Who knows, man? Who knows? Maybe maybe we'll be fine. Maybe it'll just disappear. But it seems as if they keep wanting to put in these rules. I'm like, are we ever disappearing? The fucking... Is your yeah, light going again? Again, man, it's fucking... It's running about the same time. So it's about an hour and 40 last week as well. So Neil's uh, looking to get his light back on. No, well, I've, it's fine, man. I put it on. Uh, this one will stay on. I've got two, but I put... Um, that was plugged in as well. Fuck right. it. Ah, I don't know, man. It's, it's not your lights. It's, it's my laptop. I actually found the charger for the laptop, so I apologise to Apple Incorporated. Apologise. Do you know what? Every time I think about us talking about that, I think about... Do you remember that weird time where you two released an album on iTunes? Remember it? Yeah, and it came right in everybody's phone. Everybody's like, and they're like, who the fuck's you two and what's it doing on my phone? Mm-hmm. But see, what I remember about that, and we need to get the clip for, for next time, I think. There was this weird moment, mate, right, where um, you two had done a song. They performed a song at the Apple event. And uh, Tim Cook, the guy who used to be the fucking like warehouse manager or whatever at Apple before he get made uh-huh. CEO, he goes over to Bono, right? And Bono's like, oh, you're a tech guru and he's doing the bounty him. And then they both do this. They both go like that and put their hands together like this. Oh, the Illuminati the, sign. The Illuminati, the fucking triangle, the pyramid thing. It's Aye. fucking weird, man. That's funny. I mean, that's, an, that's interesting as well. I love all that illumination. I like to fucking look at it. And if you kind of get, I don't think you can go too deep because you end up turning into a nutcase if you go Aye. too deep. It's quite nice to look at and be aware of what's going on and be like, oh, is so, that what they're saying? That's fucking crazy. So remember we had that group chat for most of last year. It was myself, yeah. you, my mate Matt and our mutual friend Andy, Andy Watson. Aye. So Aye. Matt was saying to me last night, I was over at Matt's house last night um, and he was saying, uh, he goes, he goes, what happened to the group chat? He says, like, the 6th of June, it just it just went dead. I says, I think we've all just kind of moved on for all that kind of stuff, you know? Right. Um, he goes, he goes, what's the deal with Andy? Is he for real? <laughs> 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 he goes, hey, some of the funny, stuff man. he's saying about the moon landings and flat earth and all that, he's going, like, I can't even know whether to take him seriously or not. The, well, the flat earth stuff is fucking crazy, and I fucking talk, and I say, listen, I don't know if I can buy the flat earth. I says... I, I've spoke to people who've like says they've circumnavigated, spent like two years on a yacht, and, and you know what I mean. I spoke to like guys who work offshore and guys who are in the navy, and I spoke to him, and he says they're all in on it. They're all in on it as well. And I'm like, well, maybe they are, but it's a good laugh. I love to talk to him about that stuff. He's right in it. He fucking loves all that stuff. Well, he sent he the, the, the 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 um, hot air balloons <laughs> up, didn't he? 
He's done. He's done set up. Sent the. I think he sent it up three times, maybe. With a camera, so he can get a photograph. His videos on. Ah, should I put the the link on for the video? I I remember that for next time. Then I'll put it on for next time because it's a good video. Well, he got on the Daily Record. He that was an idea that he had, and he says I'm going to. Or it was. I'm no. I don't know who it was. The original idea because um I don't want to like say it was somebody and it wasn't because there's you and Lawrence as well. I don't know if you know him and I'm sure it was the two of them that had that. Anyway, they had an idea. Uh, they says to get the viral video and see if they could put it up and do all that, and they done it. Aye, and it got in the paper and it got played fucking loads of times. You know, right? We'll um, get that in the getting that in the notes for next I'll week. Get it in we'll for the next one. Aye. Play that. Um, aye. Right, man. It's that. It's come to that time of night where I need to go and fill a jar of piss for my morning oh, okay. snack. <laughs> if you missed episode two. I think it was well it was uh it was uh nathan chestnut that told that uh told me about the, the piss woman ah, it's him, eh? cheers nathan that was brilliant that got us about a about a mileage on the podcast <laughs> right man should we call it a night aye that's it that was great good fun and uh, that was good with people listening and that this is good aye. this might this might end up all right this might end up all right i think we're getting there man we're getting good. there i just think for the the people watching and listening just the usual you know subscribe on youtube um Tell your friends. I think that's the biggest thing you can do. Buymeacoffee.com slash SMRE if you want to chuck us a fiver to help us pay for Neil's electricity bill so his lights don't go out. Um, <laughs> aye, just all the usual stuff. And uh, aye, thanks for watching and listening. Excellent. Thanks very much and we'll see you later. Cheers, guys. <laughs>